Hi, welcome back to another book reading of my book, Beauty for Ashes. If you're a little confused, um, you know, of what in the world I'm talking about, and you happen to randomly click on this episode, I have published a book um, really about my life story. Uh, just everything that God has done for me and of course I could never tell it all of what God has done because he's so good and there are things that I will never know of what he's done for me and protected me from but the first half um, is part one it's about healing on the inside out and um, how the Lord healed me physically how he healed me emotionally and how I was wounded and um, different things how just all just everything pertaining to that and how the Lord healed me the second part is about me and my husband's love story uh, of course I mean I love the whole book because you know it's just saying how, what the Lord has done but I've got to say, I, I I love that I got to publish my own love story. That's pretty cool to me. Um, a, a dream come true, I guess you could say. And um, I hope you enjoy it. And so what I'm going to read today is chapter three. If you want to go back um, to the beginning, I read the preface in chapter one. And the title for that simply says Beauty for Ashes. Um, I'm not sure what I put for subtitle there. But then after that is Chapter 2. I titled that Chapter 2, I Am Holding You. It's the name of that chapter. And now we are heading into Chapter 3. So I hope you enjoy it. And I will, I may um, put some commentary as I read along. So uh, enjoy and join in with me today and please share it. Also, I've got to say this real fast before it escapes my brain. Um, If you would like to look it up to buy, it is on Amazon and I'm so excited because they have made it into a prime product so you can um you'll probably be able to pay a little less than what others were for longer um time of waiting for shipping and all of that so you should get it quicker and possibly a little cheaper don't quote me on that um but definitely you shouldn't have to wait as long now to get your book Uh, For those who did have to wait a little longer, please don't shoot the messenger. (laughs) I was not a part of that side of things. Anyways, join me. I apologize in advance if my voice sounds a little weird. I am getting over sickness and thankfully... I am very much on the mend. Thank you, Jesus. I was tired of my throat hurting. Finally went to the doctor and got a uh, 
I was about to say a steroid shot. Thankfully, not a shot this time. But a, they gave me some uh, steroids by mouth peel. And that is seeming to be very helpful. Uh, I definitely am, am a believer in the healing hand of the Lord. But you know what? Sometimes we need the doctor's hand, which is also a form of healing sent from the Lord. Um, Me and my husband say all the time how very thankful we are for advanced medical technology. Uh, If it weren't for that, me and my son possibly would not be here. Don't even want to think about it, but it's true. So anyway... I will get into our reading. I'm going to be reading chapter 3. And I'm probably, it looks like, going to go into chapter 4 as well. They're not too long. It does not appear. Let me go back. Yeah, between the two, um, it's like reading one chapter on others. So, so I'll just go ahead and read chapter 3 and 4. Chapter 3. Meet My New Playmate, Jesus. As an only child at the time, I would get bored, so I would talk to myself. A lot. I would look in the mirror and sometimes just think. I would quote-unquote play church a lot, which would consist of singing hymns to the congregation, baptizing my Barbies, though I can never pray them through to the Holy Ghost for some reason, (laughs) and just talking to God while I was playing. One day, as I looked into the mirror, something unique happened. I saw myself behind a pulpit with a microphone in my hand. I could tell that my husband was sitting behind me, waiting to preach when I finished. The quote-unquote daydream was over as quickly as it had come. As I came to, I was looking in the mirror with a tear rolling down my cheek. I was feeling what I now know was the presence of the Lord. I don't think I fully understood, though, that the Lord was showing me what he was calling me to do. I love to empty my toy box I had quite a collection of toys and climb inside. I would grab a Barbie or two and play. I loved tight, secure spots. On Thursday, June 24th, 1999, as I sat playing in my toy box and talking to myself, my mama walked into my room. Hannah, come pray with mama for a little while. I groaned. Mama, I just want to play with my toys, she insisted. Come on, baby, just for a little while. Even if it's for ten minutes, come pray with me. I sighed heavily and climbed out of my toy box. I'm pretty sure I mumbled to my toys. I'll be right back. Remember, I could be a little dramatic sometimes. Those ten minutes turned into at least an hour. I had been praying for the Holy Ghost for a little while at this point, but God did not choose to fill me with the Holy Ghost in a church service. Instead, he chose to fill me at my house with my mother leading the way. 
I prayed until I laughed in the Holy Ghost. It's a precious moment and memory. When my daddy got home from work, I remember telling him all about it, how, how I felt when God filled me with his spirit and how wonderful my experience was. He, is, he was joyous with me, thanking the Lord. Oh, how clean I felt. I owe this to my mama. Had she not pushed me and made me stop playing with my toys for a little while, it's possible I wouldn't have received the Holy Ghost that day. She told me it was a rough day while trying to pack to our new house, and she wasn't going to let the enemy win. Jesus had paid us a visit. That day, she taught me to value the things of the Lord over material things. She helped me to fall in love with Jesus. She pushed, directed, encouraged, taught, and loved me. She taught me that Jesus cares even about the little things. She helped to grow my faith in the Lord by asking him for things and believing he would answer. My mother is a jewel sent from heaven. Little did she and daddy know that everything they were pouring into me and taught me was preparation for me later to be a minister's wife. I knew I needed to be baptized now and wanted to with my whole heart, but for months I fought fear about it. I just knew a shark would be in the water with me. The enemy tormented me about it. I tried one time and backed out of it. I then requested for my pastor himself to baptize me and that the water be warm. Oh dear, the things my mama would put up with. Finally, on Saturday night, October 3rd, 1999, I decided to try again and overcome my fears. I took one step into the baptismal tank and was paralyzed with fear. My pastor looked at me dead in my eyes and asked, Do you want to be baptized? In my shaky little voice, I replied, Yes, sir, I, I do. He said, Are you sure? I said, Yes, sir. He quickly covered my mouth, pronounced, I baptize you in the name of Jesus, and he dunked me in the water. As I went under the water, everything felt like slow motion. I felt a dead weight lift off of my body, almost like the Lord lifted the fleshly and sinful part off of me. I felt completely free. Everything appeared so bright all of a sudden. I came out of the water and speaking in other tongues and laughing. My daddy said, you feel good, huh, girl? But I couldn't respond with words, only by nodding my head and laughing harder. Had it not been for my pastor's perception and sensitivity to the Holy Ghost, there is no telling what would have happened. Chapter 4 My Princess Playmate Followed by Another Playmate I desperately wanted a playmate. My mama always took the time to play with me. However, I wanted someone near my age to play with. I was lonely. Who knew that a five-year-old could feel lonely? Well, this particular five-year-old was. What I did not know, nor really understood until later, 
was that my parents desperately wanted another child. I began to tell my mama how badly I desired a sister. She told me the Bible said if I put the Lord first and focused on Him, He would give me the desires of my heart. She still tells me this often. Thus began the journey of walking by faith with my mother for a sister. I had piles of toys, including play brooms and kitchen toys, stuffed animals, Barbies, baby dolls, and more. I named every single one of my toys the name my mama was going to use. Every single one. It did not matter what kind of toy. They all had the same name. You can call it childish, wild hair idea if you want, but I believe the Lord planted the idea in my mind. My mama encouraged it and supported it. She was encouraged by my actions. Faith is a verb. The Bible says, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. James 2.17 I am pretty sure my mama had already told me the good news, but this is the memory that sticks out next. One night after church in the parking lot, I believe on a Wednesday night, my mama was talking to one of her friends and laughing. I hadn't seen her this happy in a long time. She was radiating with joy. She was telling her friend that she was finally pregnant. I just remember a sudden realization hitting me that I was going to be a big sister. I squealed and twirled around in circles and sang to the top of my lungs, I'm going to be a big sister and I'm going to have a sister. The beautiful thing about that to me is that my mama did not know at at that point whether she was having a girl or a boy. She told me later that at first she wanted a boy, but then told the Lord that she wanted one more little girl and then a boy. He heard her request and saw the desires of her heart. On January 17, 1999, I was spending the night at Mama's house when we got the call about midnight. She excitedly told me that my mama had a baby girl. My grogginess suddenly disappeared and I started bouncing on that bed, shrieking, I knew it, I knew it was a girl, oh, I just knew it. My sister had made her world way into this world. The next morning, we quickly dressed and my grandmother drove me to the hospital to see my brand new baby sister. I am sure people wondered if I would be jealous of a new baby in the house, but you couldn't find a happier five-and-a-half-year-old big sister. You see, I was not just holding my baby sister. I was holding an answer to my prayer. Now that I think about it, if I felt if I felt that way, there was no telling the joy my mama felt. This scripture comes to mind. 1 Peter 4, 12-13 says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as through some strange thing has happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers in Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may may glad also with exceeding joy. As a side note, I think I messed that up a little bit. 
Anyway, look up that scripture. Back to the story. I was holding a precious symbol that God had heard me and Mama's cry. It's not the promise itself that will make you feel fulfilled, but the promise keeper. In the process of waiting for a sister, I found myself drawn closer to the Lord. This would strengthen me for years to come. When my sister was four months old, just as I was getting used to the idea of having a beautiful baby sister around, my parents sat me down at the dining table and announced that they were going to have another baby. I thought they were just joking since they had a tendency to pick on me a lot. Hmm, some things never change. We had a lot of laughter in our home. When I finally realized they were not joking, I decided it was time to have a baby brother. This time, I asked the Lord not only for a baby brother, but that he would act just like me, my poor mama. When I told her after church one night what I had sincerely prayed for, she gasped and said, Oh, God, please don't answer that part. Let him be how you want him to be, Lord. We joke and say, well, the Lord was already working on the request because later there were times my brother acted just like me, goofy as all get out. On March 11th, 2000, my brother was born. My, how handsome he was, still is actually. I adored my baby siblings, maybe too much at times. I tried to smother them with my kisses. Sometimes I would forget that I was not their mother, only their big sister. My siblings and I are very close to this day. In fact, I just finished talking to my sister right before I continued working on this chapter. Along with my husband and precious baby boy, my siblings are the biggest blessings in my life. We did not always get along but our parents always encouraged us and urged us to love and respect one another. Mm -hmm.